I fly with the stars in the skies. I am no longer trying to survive. I believe that life is a prize. But to live doesn't mean you're alive. Don't worry about me and who I fire. I get what I desire. It's my empire. And yes, I call the shots. I am the umpire. I sink a holy water upon the vampire. Hey y'all, I'm low. I'm Mate. What's up, y'all? I'm Aaron. And this is Long Distance Quarantine Style. Quarantine Style. Quarantine Style. How you all been? I'm okay. You know, I'm just living in the pandemic, but it's fine. Okay, okay. I'm fine. Just on Instagram, <laughs> doing nothing. Living life to the fullest. Girl, you still mm-hmm. smoking blunts in your car? Mm-hmm. I don't like <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, that is, a, that is a way of stress relief, right? I don't like what we're talking about, so next topic. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, lady. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, lady. I am so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, I took a chance. No. I took a chance, you know. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get cursed out later for that. <laughs> well, no, I'm fine. I'm just living life. I may roll me up a blunt right now, though. Mm. So I wish I had me a blunt, but it's fine. So, girls, what are we talking about today? So, today? the PS5 has just came out. Everybody's wanting it. It's the PlayStation 5, like, only the best game console that exists, obviously. You know what? When when I was younger, I had the PlayStation. What Why? was the black? What was? Go, don't try me, sis. <laughs> you know Mm-mm. what was the PlayStation that was black? Girl, the PlayStation Two. What well, you had the PlayStation Two, the PlayStation Three, and PlayStation Four. Yeah, all of them was black. What do you mean? All of them was black. No, the first one was gray. The first one. The first one was gray. Oh, the one that came in like nineteen ninety four. But I'm um, you, the one who said all of them was black. So they are all black. Basically, not who, all has black. The, who has the PS1 that is still alive today? Oh, you really tried it. Wow. I'm sure our listeners are gonna be very affected by that. Really? I don't I mean who has like I haven't seen the PlayStation One and like I anyway, actually never seen my question was what <laughs> the PlayStation 2 was black, right? Yeah. What was the one that had like it was shaped like a building almost? Like it had like little indents and stuff. Those are PlayStation 2? That's PlayStation 2. Yeah. 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 So I had that and when when I was younger and I used to play my favorite game to play on it was um Final Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. And I'm probably dating myself and telling you all how old I am, but the the game that I also loved was Grand Theft Auto uh Vice City. San Andreas? Vice City. Okay, I like Vice City too. Mm-hmm. Miami. Mm-hmm. That was one of my I just really liked too. always picking up the strippers and running them over. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a lap dance from the strippers? No, I don't think it was advanced like that. I think you could just, yeah. you know, I don't think it was that advanced. Yeah. Okay. I think that's how it was like GTA 4. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so anyway, okay. speaking of people are going crazy for this PS5. One of my really, really good friends, her um husband called me crying because he saw that I got the PlayStation 5 and he was like, he'll do anything for me to send it to him. Mm. And I was like, okay, you can send me $1,000 and I'll ship it to you. <laughs> he wasn't willing to do that. Why would you upcharge him so much? He wasn't willing to do that, so... Why so much of an upcharge? Because if I got something that you want, you go pay for it. 
Yeah, double the amount. I don't think so. Yes, double the amount. Especially since I know you got money. Yeah. So what would you do for PS5 if you didn't have one, love? Um, let's see. Things that I would do for PS5. Would you girls, you know, go to the White House and um, pay Mr. President a special, you know, visit? You know, get him something that he need for a PS5. The Mr. President, talking about the current president, the current president, the orange one. Okay, Um, I don't think I'll do that. Mm. Ooh, I don't really know. But for a couple of millions, definitely would. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know. How yeah, you... I don't think it's worth the PlayStation to do a special favor for the president. How mm-hmm. much? How much money do y'all need to survive? Like, if somebody told y'all today, like, make a wave a magic wand, and they're only gonna give you the amount of money that you ask for, and you can never make any more money after that, what's oh. the number that you're listing? Obviously, the most infinite. What are you listing? Give me the number right now. What would you uh... say? I don't uh, know because I, I don't know how long I'm gonna live. I guess two hundred like, billion dollars. What would you say? Two hundred billion dollars. Two hundred billion. I'll say nine hundred million. Nine hundred million. I just feel like y'all just pulling stuff out of y'all. Yeah, yeah I because that's a hard question to answer. <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. Let's, I'm not gonna ever spend two hundred billion dollars worth of money, and it's I don't think that's possible. But like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would never run out. Well, you know, I know I'm jumping around a lot, but the reason why I'm asking this question is because, okay, what I'm about to say, y'all going to laugh at me, but I got bored this weekend. All that to ask you, because this weekend I watched Iyanla Fix My Life and they had Lisa Ray on now. Who? (laughs) (laughs) That was messy. Mm -hmm. So Lisa Lisa Ray was on there, her mama and her daughter was on there, her daughter Kai. Her daughter Kai is like 25 or something like that. And her daughter said that she just, she didn't want Lisa Ray's career, but she wanted mon- the money that Lisa Ray has. And my question was, what's Lisa the money Ray that Lisa Ray has? has? Uh, so that leads me to the news. <laughs> uh, how do the girls collect their coins? Oh, Lisa Ray? Yes. Was she like a porn star back in the early 2000s? She was not a porn star. That <laughs> was, that's, you're being messy. Lawsuit. Ooh, I don't know. I just kind of. You're know being really I messy. I see what I see. She was not a porn. <laughs> she was not that a porn star. <laughs> Lisa Ray is so pretty. Yes, she's very pretty. She was an actress, right? In that movie that uh, she got beat up in. Or she mm-hmm. did she beat up someone? Or she got beat up in it? Players Club. Oh. Wasn't she in the Players Club? Child, yeah. yeah, I think so. Was she like the main character or some shit? Yeah. She was it. She was. She was. That was a really cute role. And didn't she have like a whole little dating show, like something like almost for the love of Ray J? Single ladies. So, Lo, who was your favorite actor slash actress in the early two thousands? I don't, honey. I <laughs> was anybody that you thought was cute? It's or... definitely a white person. You know, Dunn don't like the black girls. Girl, be careful with and the name. Be careful with the name if you don't mess up Um, but I don't know if I had a favorite. Um, give me Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, she's a good actress. I didn't reckon. I didn't know who Sarah Paulson was until yesterday. 
Girl, back because you were just talking about how you watch American Horror Story and all that other stuff. So you know I know, exactly but she I didn't was. know that she was relevant until you know, like well, you know, she's a good actress. She is a good actress, but I didn't know. I just really didn't know who Sis was. It's understandable because I still don't know who she is. Huh? I mean, she's just some. I don't know if I could say it, but she's a Caucasian bitch that acts, and she's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. FYI, guys, Long Distance is hosted by all African Americans. I think, I think, period, <laughs> big dot. Yeah, I, th- I think the girls know that. Yeah, yeah I, I, think I think they could feel the energy. They damn sure ain't thinking we. So anyway, um, <laughs> I, I think that, you know they could feel the, they could feel the energy. But anyway, let's go on. Let's go into our first break. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna play a song that's near and dear to my heart because I'm getting ready to get my BBL. Okay. Um, so, and... <laughs> Can the, you explain th- to the audience what a BBL is or whatever you <laughs> I'm or kidding. explain to you what a BBL is. Isn't, isn't it a Brazilian butt lift? Oh, that's that's <laughs> sickening. <laughs> that, I think that's very sickening. Mm, so the ladies in this song, they're just very, you know, very feminine. Very um, they're feminist, mm-hmm. very angy, mm-hmm. and they talk about that type of lifestyle. So let's hit it, okay? Okay. All right. Okay, DJ Love. Homework jobs. I am a job. Hey. Okay, y'all. So I don't know if y'all seen it, but earlier today, a lot of tweets from JT um, in the past were brought up again in the media. And some of the things she was saying, some people wasn't too comfortable with the tweets that she was making. One being, as I quote, (laughs) fuck working for these crackers. (laughs) And this was tweeted September 11th of 2013. So, um, I guess when, you know, when celebrities get famous, you know, the girls, they like to scavenge, they like to research things. And mm-hmm. so, how do you all feel about that? Like, how do you, do you feel that she still thinks this way? Or I just think that it's crazy that it's just not coming up. Chill. Yeah, me too. You know? I mean, I thought this would have surfaced. I mean, the City Girls have been famous for years. How is this just now surfacing? Um, do you think... What am I trying to ask here? Um, do you think she still thinks this way? Like, do you think she still has the same standpoints as this as she was when she was making the tweets back in you know seven eight years ago? I don't know, Monte. I'll let you go first. Um, I personally feel like it's, I feel like she still have them same like thoughts. I just feel like she know how to like handle them different. Like, cause baby girl, you walking for a white man right now, so like. Mm-hmm. Mm. You gotta work. You gotta like them somehow. So, do you think celebrities should like delete their old tweets to make sure that stuff like this? You no, know, because just because people, I don't know. Like, I feel like she still have the same process, and I feel like a, I feel like people in the world that's gonna be like, you know, she's so wrong. I feel like they probably think the exact same way too. I'm not saying I have. I'm not saying fuck them crackers, but like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, 
she felt that way. Mm-hmm. But you're not not saying it either. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because that's also fucked. But like, I like I feel a certain way about this because I feel like I had just watched um, the Zeus conversation with the Bad Girls Club, and Christina had said, "Y'all crazy white bitches is crazy. Y'all white bitches are just crazy." Mm-hmm. And Rocky was like, "Don't say that because if one of us said." Y'all black, black bitches, mm-hmm. it'll be a problem. And I feel that because the I mean, African American like population want people to respect like their culture so well, our culture so bad, but they they come out and they throw their stones as well, like saying they little slick comments like white people don't use seasoning and white people can't dance and white people well let them say black people over season their food and that shit is salty as hell and black people dance like they some fucking crackheads, and then it'll be a problem. <laughs> So I feel like it's a double standard, and for us to try to make a better world, we got to start off like somehow, like mm-hmm. we got to put it in work effort as well. Like I know the past isn't good, but we can't let the past, you know, take away from my future. Lo, how do you feel about that? Um, I just would hate for someone to judge me on what I did five years ago. Yeah, because the person that I am today is not the person that I was then. You know, and I just feel like in that time. I have grown so much as a person and the things that I didn't know then I know now and five years from now, the things that I did, you know, I I will know even more. Mm -hmm. So, um, is what she said wrong? I do think that what she said, I do, I do think that what she said was wrong. I mean, because like, like Monte said, you know, we would hate for as, as black people, we know firsthand what it means to always get the, the shitty end of the stick, right? Mm-hmm. We, we know firsthand what it means to be judged first, judged by the cover, the color of your skin, judged by the, the cover of the book. You know, people don't even know us and they're already walking across the street avoiding us and things like that. Mm-hmm. So since we know how it feels to be treated, you know, as less than, I think that we should be the first person, that we should be the last people to treat other people as less than. However, I don't know what my, uh, I mean, and and in that same vein, I'm not trying to negate what I'm saying. In that same vein, I don't know what um, JT had just experienced to make her write something like that. You know, Mm -hmm. she could have just went to work, you know, she she said she was working at Whole Foods. She could have just been been to work and somebody walked up to her and said, nigger. You know, that would cause me immediate, you know, that personally five years ago, 10 years ago, that would have caused me immediately to get on Twitter and something like that and, and you know, say something reckless, you know? Yeah, because everybody goes through their own personal experiences, so we just yeah. don't know, like, what you know, happened. So I think we have this cancel culture, which is just so popular now, but I think we should, you know, be willing to give people more Enough. people. Yeah, a but is cancel more. culture, is it effective? Is it really doing anything? No, because the only person that they cancel would be Simone. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, what was that a bad thing? No, I, think it, I think that was actually good because, like, B. Simone, like, who the fuck is you to say something about somebody have working a nine to five when well, maybe you were just a fucking nine to five worker before? Yourself. You, were, you were trying to get your coins on Instagram, trying to make these non funny videos. 
Mm. Only reason you got as famous as you was because your boy. Like, if you didn't have baby boy. There's baby absolutely nothing wrong with working a nine to five in America. Like, not at all. Because this nine to five work is making way more money than yeah, you. And you so, have people that has a stable, you know, job and they making decent money on that nine to five. So don't do that. Be small don't now while now canceled, then baby. But it's not just your um mm-hmm. your career's canceled, baby. Your job is canceled <laughs> as well. So you need to fuck up this nine to five. Cause I bet you need a nine to five now. Cause I heard you out here selling people ideas for your books and shit. So, Lo, I have a question for you. Why so many questions for Lo? Cause I just want to, I want to pick your brain a little bit. Do you feel like the American dream is still the same in today's generation? I don't think that the American dream has ever been the same for black people and white people. Mm-hmm. What's the American dream? The American dream is that you can move to America from wherever you come from and you can start a life here. And if you work really hard, then you're then you're going to just that more than likely you're going to be successful. Okay. And I just don't feel like that's that's the truth because you know black people work really really hard. You know, a lot of people black people work really hard. And they never get anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that I think that it's that this is it's kind of like a loaded question. I just kind of feel like, and it's getting too deep. I don't really think the podcast should be this deep. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to make nobody sad or nothing like that. I just don't think the American dream was ever the American dream that Black people were sold is not the same dream that White people are sold or non-Black people are I sold. I agree. No. I agree. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. all the what's all the noise in the background? What, what we got going on? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm wrapping Christmas gifts, ladies. Okay. How does that like? Uh, I'm sending. I'm sending your Christmas gifts. And with that being said, can we listen to a little Queen of Christmas? Would you guys be willing to let me play a little? Sure. I'm sure. I was just about to ask about that. Too. <laughs> Were you? So yeah, what were you? What were you gonna say? Cue it up. Cue it up for us, Monster. Cue it up. No, I curled my MacBook Pro. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. I mean, cue up. T- tell us what we're, you know, tell us what we're oh, gonna listen um, to. What are we gonna listen to? Mariah Carey's new song with um, Ariana Grande and what's her name? The Yeller. Jennifer Ooh. Lopez and then Jennifer Hudson. Was that necessary? The Yeller. Was that who? Was that necessary? Yes, because I really feel like it should have just been Mariah Carey. I'm sorry, is she still relevant? Like, oh wow! Let's talk about it. Do you think she's still relevant? Well, I don't. Let's let's talk about it after we listen to it. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Legendary. Legendary. Tell me how you feel about it being. I think it's great that she got her voice back. Uh, the voice. <laughs> I, I, That's how I feel. I'm offended. 
I mean, I'm just glad that she got her voice back. I, you know, I know Mariah was struggling with her voice for quite some years. Um, it was caught on camera, so I'm just really happy that that studio version of her was able to have her whistle back. Now, I don't know if you can do it live, but... I don't really feel like that was necessary. I guess time will tell. I mean, because she can still do that note live. Because she's serving right now, so it doesn't matter what she did in the past or what happened in the past. And I'm asking okay. with future references, do you think she can do that note live? I do think she can do it live. Okay, well, I guess we'll see. I guess. I don't know if we will, but... Let's not be pressed. I'm not pressed. Mm-hmm. Um, Monte, how do you feel about it? I have no thoughts. <laughs> you have no thoughts? That's not what you said on the phone the other day. No you thoughts. told me you listened to it so much that you, you almost... Well, yeah, you said, you, well, I'm exposing her. I'm going to expose her. <laughs> she said she listened to it so much she almost know the whole song. Is that what you said, Monte? Um, we're we talking about the song or are we talking about Morning Carey? <laughs> In her vocals. Oh. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh wow. Oh my goodness. So if we're talking about the song, then yeah, I love the song because I'm in a very good Christmas spirit. Okay. We're talking about that squealing that she's doing. <laughs> oh wow. So back to nineteen thirty Mariah Carey and bring in two thousand twenty Mariah Carey, which he sounds a mess. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I'm glad that she got her voice back. And then it, oh, and low, you know, like, total accident, I swear. <laughs> I swear. Uh-huh. Low, you know that she can't sing no more. Excuse you? Low, let's be serious. There's a lot you of things, there's a lot of things that I know, but that's not one of them. Okay, low. Mariah Carey in the 90s versus Mariah Carey now. Iconic. Iconic. Did you like her last album? That's all I can say. Did it sell? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Did you like her last album? That's all I'm going to talk about. Then that obviously yeah. means that you didn't like her last project, which means that she's flopping now. So, uh, I, I just have to like, I don't know. Like, what, was her last, what was her last single that did really good? You know? It doesn't matter. so obsessed Because we can, uh, oh, y'all want to go down this lane? Okay, you B stands. When was the last number one that Beyonce had by herself? That's, ab- that's absolutely fine. By herself. Absolutely fine. By herself. Savage. Savage. It wasn't Megan. It wasn't Megan because Megan was number 14. So Beyonce name on them was the track mate that bitch go to number one. Okay, but it's still features. Okay, single ladies. Okay. And when was the last one Mariah Carey had? Vision of Love. It don't matter because Mariah got 20 something Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mariah Carey lose all her Grammys. I think her and Rihanna have something very in common. They okay, well, let's not do this back and forth between Mariah and Beyonce. Because they not. are very good. They are very good friends. It, Beyonce is not friend with her. Mariah Beyonce is a fan. Mariah good. is a fan of Beyonce. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. You, the icon Mariah. Really Associates, if you will. Huh? Dated Associates, if you will. How iconic can she get? Mm. Y'all would never listen. I just want the listeners to know that I am a lamb. I live for Miss Mariah. Right now, I'm listening to her new album. My favorite song on there is Everything Fades. She has a new album? Yeah. It only fades, it only fades. I'm going to look it up right now. It only fades, it only fades. Oh, she did come up with a new album. It came out 2020. What the hell? 
<laughs> oh, girl, this ain't no real. Uh, this is uh, old songs from 1993. Oh, okay, great. Uh, you guys are really rude. I just want to come on. I'm out of here about it. Nah, she ain't that legendary. <laughs> That's Miss Mariah. That's Miss Mama. Okay, enough of her tired ass. Let's go to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do listener letters? Okay, yeah. Sure. Okay, so we do this segment uh, called Listener Letters where we have people write in to us and they um, ask for our advice. So the first listener letter actually comes from somebody that's in my family. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but it comes somebody that's in my family and they wrote in and they wanted some help from the girls. Okay? Okay. All right. So the letter says, hey, long distance. I'm a huge fan of you guys, even though I've never heard you before. And this is your first first podcast ever. My name is Melissa and I live in Chicago. Um, I do not pay rent because I live in a house that belonged to my grandmother and the house is paid off. And my stepsister, my half-sister, she li- she's from um, Minnesota, and she wanted to come up to Chicago, you know, during the pandemic. She came to Chicago, and I'll just give you a little background about her finances. So she did. She doesn't have a job, but she was, she's getting unemployment. Um, she gets food stamps, and she has two kids. And so they're all living, it's a really big old house, and they all live in the the house with Melissa. Mm -hmm. And um, Melissa wants to know, Melissa wants us to know that her stepsister has not paid rent, has not offered any type of rent, not like $5 a month, $10 a month, anything like that. She hasn't even mentioned it. Even though she's not employed, but she is getting some type of income because of um, unemployment. Unemployment. Mm Um, Melissa's sister, whose name is Rebecca, Rebecca also found someone to do the scam and get her $10,000 check from the government. She did not offer Melissa a dime. Mm -hmm. So, Melissa wants to know that when the pandemic seems to start to end, when we get this vaccine, is it okay to tell her half-sister that she wants her to go? She doesn't even want to offer her. She doesn't even want to offer Rebecca an opportunity to start paying rent. She just wants to meet her at the door. So Melissa wants to know: Is this, do you think? Do we think that that's going to ruin her relationship with her with her stepsister? And if that if she should do something that drastic, or how would you? How would we handle it? Aaron. Um. My name is Beanie. You you guys can call me Aaron. It's fine. Or Beanie. It doesn't matter. Um. Okay, so you said, do you think that's going to alter their relationship if if she kicks her out at the end of the pandemic? She doesn't even want Melissa doesn't even want to have a conversation with her in which she says like you know maybe you should start paying rent or maybe she doesn't even want she doesn't want anything from her. She just wants her to go. She wouldn't even be willing to let her start paying rent. I mean, to be quite frank, that is her house. So if she does like you know want her out, then. She does have to get out, especially if she hasn't even like. I, I don't know. It's I feel like it's a common courtesy thing. Like although we are sisters, we are family. I think 
it, it wouldn't hurt her to like you know you're getting two sources of income you're getting food and you're getting unemployment so it wouldn't hurt for her to like you know like hey do you need help with anything or do you need me to like you know if it isn't rent do you need me to go like i don't know like i feel like the favor it should be a favor for a favor like you let me stay in this household during a pandemic you gave me your hospitality i feel like i feel like the sister i feel like she can you know give something and so the house belongs to melissa but rebecca is her stepsister so, so I just, I feel like, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. Like, it just, I do feel like that relationship will, because that's obviously going to bring an argument. Like, she's like, you know what, the pandemic's over, get the hell out of my house. You know, obviously it's going to cause an issue. But I feel like, you know, the sister can't, she can't get too mad because you wasn't really helping. Like, you were just, uh, you were just wasting space in the household, you know? Okay, Monta. Um, <clears throat> quite frankly... I think um, it's quite disrespectful for her to ask her to sleep in her mother's house that her father cheated on her mother with. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's the backstory, but okay, we can go with that. I'm just But no, I feel like she could definitely like help her out. And I don't know if it'll cause an argument, but I feel like the sister, she needs to respecting so much. Maybe she should like be an adult and mature and go up to her. If she's having such a big issue, she should go up to her and like, you know, hey mm-hmm. sister, you know. Yeah, like have a conversation. Have a conversation because we all know that communication is key. We know that because we just had like a situation like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> we all know that communication is key and it works. So maybe so you saying that before even... she just like go kick her out the house. So you saying that even before the pandemic ends, she should let her her stepsister know how she feels. Yeah, I feel like she should let her know so that, like, you know, it, it won't be so, like, you know, now, if you let her know, you know, I'm feeling some type of way about, you know, you're not, like, parenting, you're not, you know, even adding for food, you're not doing anything, and then a sister continues to, like, you know, not pay and, like, kind of, like, go against what she's saying, like, then that's where it becomes, like, an issue. So here's my, my thing. I hear what both of you are saying. What if she has that conversation with her sister? With what? If, what if she has a conversation with her sister? Her sister gets mad, and she leaves, and then her sister dies. What? Because of the pandemic. What type of? But you just said the pandemic is over, and we get the vaccine and stuff like that. Girl, I'm just saying. Like, what if she get? What if she catches COVID before she gets the vaccine? I mean, well, I well. She would have to quarantine. I would, I would hope. And I'll... what if on her way back to Minnesota she catches it? I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, so are you saying that you think the sister is obligated to keep her at the house if she was to catch COVID? Or I mean, I kind of I don't know. I'm just I'm asking. What I'm saying is, she dug mm-hmm. this hole. She had a lie in it. Well, yeah. Oh, so that's why it's so risky living with other people because you know you just have all these circumstances that that come I mean, with it. Should, I know that like living here, I'm getting unemployment. I'm I'm getting food stamps. So she's already put in her mind. You know, I can give like you know at least the food. Wise. You can like bring groceries to the house. Yeah, the most you can do is give. At least the but but what is she doing with the the food stamps that she can't yeah, give? It, where she's staying? You're not sneaking food in your 
Yo, get through. I would have thought that maybe she would have used that for the entire household, like use that money to get groceries for everybody that's living up in that. That way, y'all all can like you know have something that y'all can come and agree with. Right. Uh, but if she been stingy with her food stamps and unemployment, then hell yeah, if she want to kick her out when the pandemic is over, I completely I'm I side with her because you wasn't really. She helped. She gave you the hospitality of her house of the house. So the least you can mm-hmm. do is like. Hey, I have. I'm getting food stamps from the government. I can give us. Hey, we bomb when it comes to groceries. I can give us, you know, a lot of what you need, girl. You know, like it's just, I don't know. Mm. Like, I just feel like I feel like she could help out. I feel like it's very selfish of her to not even want to like at least give her some of the benefits that she's receiving. Okay. All right. Well, do you guys want to do another listener letter or? Do you guys another listener? Can we be a little more juicy? Get a little bit more messier. All right. So what I think we should do is we should um just end the segment there because I really don't have anything (laughs) any more juicy for you all. Oh, oh, can we make up? It's very librarian. It's very dry over here. Um, and let's go into our next song, ladies. What do you? What do you? What are you feeling? So let's get a little bit into like the media. Okay. 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 Little baby Tina on Jada with a uh, porn star. Well, this is not the first time where it was accusations of little baby Tina on Jada, um, and she stayed. So I think in my mind that Jada's scared to leave little baby because a he's the hottest nigga in the game right now, and she has all this money, she has all this attention. I feel like she may be fear if she was to break up or leave him. But why can't you not leave the Huh? Why Cardi B not leaving Offset? Because she's because, a female rapper. I don't know. That's a good question. Because Cardi B, she has it all. Like, she can leave Offset and she'll be perfectly fine. I feel like, I don't know if it's the embarrassment yeah. or if it's the humility. Or she just feel like she maybe failed or. Okay. So, yeah, Don talking about that bullshit. <laughs> um, how do y'all feel about the whole little baby and. Oh, how do y'all feel about Lil Baby cheating on Jada? Who are those people? Well, Lil Baby is a known rapper. Okay. I don't, even, I don't even know Dub Baby. Three-time platinum album having rapper. Three-time platinum? Girl, you made that up. No, no dead ass. Six, six months, <laughs> girl. In six months. Who like is buying his records? Wham, wham, wham. Bitch, I'm Lil Baby. You heard Lil Baby be so loud. Girl, you mean to tell me Mariah can't sell an album no more, but Lil Baby? She's tired, low. Like, she's been in the game for almost 40 years. (laughs) You girls won't do my girl. I'm sorry, Monte. Finish. Sorry. No. How do y'all feel about that? Well... This is the first, second, or third time it has been in the media that Jada's been cheated on by Lil Baby. And I feel like, I don't know why she's leaving. I don't know if it's because she's scared to lose the, like... I mean, you dated one of the most hottest rappers in the game. So it's like, I don't know if she's scared to abandon that lifestyle and that luxury and that media attention that she has. I don't know if she fears that if she was to break up with him that people will pay her. When I say pay, I mean, like, she becomes irrelevant. So what's um, the situation with Cardi B then? Oh, well, she can leave Offset. Yeah, I don't, see, with that, I don't know. And then she literally filed for divorce. It was like all on the blogs and it was all on Twitter. But then all of a sudden, she decided to not divorce him anymore. I don't know if he convinced her to stay with him or I don't know if she was just like, maybe we can work it out. We're married. We're a black couple in Hollywood. Well, 
Is Cardi B black? No. Well, uh, I don't know. I honestly do not know, like, why she won't. Maybe, I think it's because... Do, maybe do Dominican... Okay, so this is the actual question there, because I don't want to sound ignorant. Do Dominican people consider themselves black? I don't know, because they use... Monte? Use, like, nigga. Uh, do they... You ask me? Yeah. Um... Do Dominican people consider themselves black? They can't because they not. But like, I mean, they 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 are. There there is some to Africa. So, but Dominican people come in all shape. All, all Dominican people are like are like African Americans, in which are the shades of our skin come in all different shades. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Dominican people that do not consider themselves black. Trust me. Yeah, they consider themselves Dominican. Mm. So we just give her a pass. We just give Cardi a pass and let her say the N words. I mean, nobody coming for her. Well, I don't even really know. Maybe she mixed with something. See, when it comes to these different races, I don't really be. I don't know because they be mixed with all types of things. They be twenty five percent this, fifty percent that. So I don't know, Cardi B. She could be mixed with some type of African. Well, you hear Janelle Aiko. She said she stopped using the N word because um, she said it was offensive to the black people. So she, I'm like, but isn't aren't you black? Yeah, but she yeah, but I guess black. I guess I mean, but who look. is all black? That's that's pretty ignorant of me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but um, once again, how do we feel about these girls letting these guys cheat on them and taking them back? I just, I kind of feel like hmm, it's nobody's business. I don't want to be uh-huh. in your relationship and tell you to leave this man yeah. because I don't want you being in my relationship telling me to leave my significant other, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Especially when you bitches out here taking y'all niggas back and he broke as fuck. So mm. imagine he was rich. Yeah, he's rich as fuck. So, but I don't think money should, you know, allow people to cheat on each other. No. So but it's like an everyday thing. It don't matter if he rich or it don't matter if he, if Jay Z can cheat on Beyonce, then a little baby can cheat on the Jay. Okay. Yeah. So everybody getting cheated on. I feel like that's like the new thing today. I just feel like it depends on if you're like the strongest one. Yeah, I think that's a trend. I think cheating on this generation is like a trend. It's kind of cute for some people to do that. Or they, it's like an accomplishment, you know? Not an accomplishment, but it's kind of a, it's the norm now. It's kind of like, I feel like everybody's cheat. Like, no, I feel like some, some guys think maybe having two girls or three girls talk to them all the time. Oh, well, yeah, that's just the guy being the guy, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Would you cheat on your significant other, Monte and Lo? Like, uh, would you ever do something like that? Do you think? Or I do think I would cheat. I do think I would cheat. Um, I don't think I'll cheat, but I'll definitely be texting other people, and I'll definitely be like flirting, like in person. Wow. So, do you think the value of relationships has dwindled away over the years? But I feel like it would have been that if like they would have had the phones and stuff in the back back in back in the day, but they didn't have like ways to get around. So of course they was gonna be very like faithful. But if trust me, if back in the day had social media, it would have been the same way. I just mm-hmm. I think you know I'm I when I said that I'm gonna be very honest. I'm the type of person that get bored in a in a relationship or get bored with just like being with one person. 
I would hope that I was mature enough to tell the person that I didn't want to be with them anymore before I cheated. But I do, you know, think that there are parts of me that would cheat. Yeah. But, you know, realistically, though, every person that cheats, they, they always be like, well, you know, you know how everybody be like, well, if you don't want to be me, you cheated on me. Why don't you just tell me? Why don't you just say it's not working out? And then they'd be like, well, I don't want to hurt your feelings and all this extra <laughs> Why do you think it's so hard for someone in relationships to just tell their partner, like, you know, I don't think it's working out. I want to see other people. And then maybe we can just come back and, you know. Honestly, I think it's because people want to have their cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they want to dip their foot on the other side of the fence and still keep, you know, their foot planted where they, the other foot planted where they are. They want to have the best of both worlds. But well, that's so not fair to the other person. Ain't that's what she's supposed to do? Ain't you supposed to eat the? Ain't you supposed to look at some bullshit with the cake and eat it too? <laughs> uh, honey, who said that? Trey song with this, with this mystery ass baby. What is this? Yeah, what did this baby come from? What did this baby? Can someone know. tell me where this baby came from? Okay, all right. Where did Brown baby come from? Huh? Where did Chris Brown? Yeah. Where I Chris mean, Brown but honey, Chris Brown is deluded. Deluded, honey. Did we expect anything normal from Chris Brown? No, he don't crack. Baby. Crack? Mm-hmm. Well, he did say that. I don't know if he on crack. Chris Brown got too much money to be on crack. He on, he crack. on something. He, he's definitely on something, baby, but I don't think it's no cheap-ass crack. Okay, well, let's just say it's Coke then. Oh, expensive. Let's just say, isn't it, isn't it Soldier Boy that told, that, that exposed yes. Chris Brown? He said he was smoking in it. He was, smoking off the, he was smoking off his turn, the little uh, D, the GJ table at, when his daughter was in the room. Girl. Girl, what kind of shit is that? Honey, the mask. Girl. I don't know if that's exactly what he said, but it was something in that, like, child world. Why do you think celebrities with so much money starts to do drugs? Like, why do you think they turn to drugs? Girl, because. They can afford it. They can afford it and they feel like can't nobody understand the life that they live. Like, for example, um, I know this is a little bit off topic, but I once watched this interview that Zane Lowe, who does Beats One Radio, mm-hmm. he did with um, Shawn Mendes. Y'all know Shawn Mendes is it, honey. Ain't he gay? Yeah, is he gay? Does that matter? No, he dated Camilla Cabello. He dated Camilla Cabello. Does- what that mean? Oh, yeah, you're right. Um... And he said that there are days in which he can't even leave his bathroom. He's like, he'll take a shower and he'll be on the bathroom floor because he suffers from anxiety so much. Like when you're a celebrity, everybody feel like they have the right to know your business. And they feel like if you're not somebody that shares their business, like Beyonce, for example, then you're hiding something. Can you imagine being that exposed all the time? But, How do you think okay, but like, don't put yourself okay. into that world if you don't want that world. You know that you're going to be famous. Like you, you put like that's that same bullshit with Summer Walker. Like you put yourself out here. You working with people like Drake, bitch. Nine out of ten, you go be popping after you do a song with Drake. Mm-hmm. So if you know this, why are you talking about some? Oh, I have social anxiety and I can't do this. Baby girl, you've been doing this when you was giving talent shows on the stage. So <laughs> what the hell you thought was gonna happen when you was But, the, but the I mean, I don't think we can understand the crowds are just so big and so demanding. 
And then you got cameras too. Then people watching from home. So you yeah. got like a whole second other audience. But you've seen motherfuckers in the world. You've seen motherfuckers like Michael Jackson holding babies out the windows. <laughs> uh, you see that everything you do is on camera pretty much. Mm-hmm. So you've seen this. You saw this. This would make you wanted this life. You wanted your music to get popping. You wanted to make millions of dollars. So, so how do you think Rihanna and Beyonce, how do you think they do such a good job of keeping their private lives very private and no one knows what's going on? Girl, because when they make up their mind, they don't negate from it. If they say they're not going somewhere, nobody can convince them to go there. Mm-hmm. If they say not, that they say they're not doing nothing, doing something, they're not doing it. And that's the end of the conversation, the end of the story. They're not phased by, oh, but we're going to give you an award if you show up. Or, oh, we're going to give you an extra blah, blah, blah if you show up. These girls have gotten to a point in their career where they are so rich and so unbothered that they that that they completely checked out. Yeah. yeah. Beyonce, honey, you've done it, honey. You've worked. <laughs> and she's still not done. And she's still, still not done. But she has so worked so rich and so unbothered. But when you when you think about it, you are either if you have that type of autonomy, you are either virtually unknown or so famous and so rich that you can produce that type of that type of anonymity. If you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that you can produce that type of like. I, it's, it's my final, it's my, my word is the final word, and this is what we're doing, you know? And everybody has to respect that. You ha- either have to be like a Jasmine Sullivan, who no one is checking for, mm-hmm. or you have to be like a Beyonce, who is so rich and so successful that they make Everyone's their rules. And I'm sorry for the Jasmine Sullivan fans for using her, but I mean, y'all do I'm pretty sure it's not that many of them. Girl, oh. y'all do have to admit she's, you know... <laughs> She could be There's more no running, but I'm just saying. I just love that. I just, just let it that. burn. I'm gonna drive some of I love that. What that song? No, I just love what Donna was saying about like how Beyonce is just so established to the point where she doesn't even have to. No one knows anything about her personally, and she only allows what she wants us to know about her. Mm-hmm. And she has like full control over it. And I just think that's so sickening. Yes, child. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't understand how people like we get to see what we want to see on Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's like she almost got like control. It's kind of like I don't want these pictures to hit the surface. <laughs> like, it's no way Beyonce you going to places with these big ass little blue feather things, and no mm-hmm. one is seeing you. Like, it's no not way. a paparazzi tie. I mean, you might have them here and there, but. But I don't know how true that is, Monte. I do think people are seeing her. I just think that she is so relevant and so important that you basically bring out your camera. But when they do, when they do capture her, they are not allowed to publish those things. And and the reason why is because can you imagine? Let's say the CEO of ABC. Mm -hmm. They they want to publish these photos of Beyonce. No, I'm not even saying the people that's in like the like the world, like the industry. I'm saying I'm not paparazzi people. Like, how do we? I'm saying paparazzi. As soon as paparazzi try to sell their pictures to ABC, ABC says, "Yeah, we go ban from you, and therefore we have a contract with you that says that you can't sell them to nobody else, and then we're gonna burn them." 
Because if ABC publishes photos of Beyonce that she don't want published, do you think that she would ever work with them again? She is Beyonce. She is the standard. Mm-hmm. She will never work with you again. And that means that if she's not working with ABC, she's not working with Disney, she's not working with Fox Family, she's not working with... I mean, she's basically cut you off. Mm-hmm. And she is the standard and she is the source. So when she is deciding, oh, I'm, I got this next release and I'm exclusively going to give it to up, uh, not ABC. <laughs> <laughs> because remember when you published those photos that I asked you not to publish? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you wanted because mm-hmm. you wanted a quick laugh or you wanted a quick blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the last laugh, sis. Yeah, you know how much power I have. In because sure I am the source. No one show up to the Grammys. Okay. If Beyonce really tweeted right now, if Beyonce tweeted right now, I'm in support of Abel. I'm in support of, you know, Abel is, um, the, what's it, The weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm in support of The weekend, and we boycotting the Grammys this year. There is not a single black celebrity that would show up to the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. no one, wa- because Beyonce <laughs> is the tree. Mm-hmm. And that no one wants to, no one wants to mess with the tree. Okay? Mm-hmm. No one wants to go they mess with her album of the year award. No one wants to go out on a limb and mess with the tree. That's true. And I say all the black ones because I just know that because the black ones would never. And there are mm-hmm. quite a few white artists that would also say Ariana Grande. The Queen mm-hmm. said I can't can't show up. So it's the end. I mean, look at somebody who's not as relevant as Beyonce. Rihanna is not on Beyonce's level. She's close to her, but she's just Girl not back. on her level. Girl back. You, you think Beyonce is on Beyonce? Do you think Rihanna is on Beyonce's level? No, nowhere oh, near. Okay, okay. she's close. She's she's, she's she's a relevant girl. I don't even mm-hmm. think she's close. But <laughs> think of somebody who is not doesn't even have Beyonce's fat p- power was able to single handedly end an institution that ran for twenty years. Rihanna closed the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Okay, it does not exist anymore because of Rihanna. That's sickening. Well, says who? Says Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret is done, girl. They never canceled a show ever. Girl, Fenty has replaced Victoria's Secret. We don't know that. We do not know that. Because we only know that. Because now, if coronavirus wasn't a thing and Rihanna was able to do her shows and the the Victoria's Secret canceled their shows, then okay, girl, what? It's a lot. It's a lot of reasons. Rihanna has all of the Victoria's Secret models plus the fat girls. Ooh, and she had the biggest models. Like she got Bella Hadid and shit. Like, girl, how you get down? Don't, don't, don't tell Victoria's Secret. Where were all those girls the previous year? The Victoria's Secret fashion show. She don't got Kendall Jenner. That's the only person she did. You think they finna be like, we're not doing a Victoria's Secret? Girl, bad. That's also extra money to them. But I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that they're they're saying that we're not gonna do it. I'm saying that Victoria's Secret said we're not competing with Rihanna. We're done. Girl, I don't believe it. Okay, girl. Because Rihanna lingerie not even all of that. Girl, but it's selling. But it's sold. And it's really affordable, too. It's sold, to the, it's sold to the boys and the girls. Has it sold? It's sold to the boys and the girls, honey. I haven't seen that one savage fancy lingerie piece. You're not following besides, the right people. Besides the ambassadors. But I bet you saw that Ivy Park shit. Besides the ambassadors. But I bet you saw that Ivy but, Park Okay, well, other than the ambassadors, what girls you see on the Savage fancy. I see a lot of girls. I see the girl I, about Sasha. She had like a whole outfit on. Like oh, well, I haven't. I've seen a lot of Ivy Park though. 
Beyonce I part two. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Rihanna or Beyonce, whatever the clothes line they release, it's going to sell. Like, mm-hmm. you got Rihanna the fashionista, and you got Beyonce as Beyonce. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, know. Now, if Nicki sold some clothes, I don't know. That bitch didn't even need an introduction. That bitch walked on that stage at the Grammy 2016 with that white dress, with that slick back bun, and walked on that stage. It was, I don't need no introduction, bitch. Don't say my name. Don't say Grammy nominated, Grammy winner. Don't say shit. Just let me walk on this stage. And like, like, stand up. Everyone like stood like... their ass up and <laughs> clapped. And don't play with me. I mean, because it's only one queen. It's only one motherfucking queen, and that's just that. Onika couldn't. How do you think Beyonce deals with the burden of that? Like, just knowing that she's that important of a person. I think that for- intimidating. I think that it's, it could be extremely stressful just because she is who she is. There are people who want her to do things that have nothing to do with her. Like this whole issue that's happening in Nigeria. Um, did you all, re- you all saw that video of um, the peaceful protesters getting ran over by the police? Yeah, the SARS accident. Do you know people was writing talking about some Beyonce need to say something about this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they actually, she actually ended up saying something. I thought they just bullied her into doing it. Uh, and I'm just kind of confused, like who is, who the fuck is Beyonce to to what does she know about Nigeria, sis? <laughs> I don't know if it's because she just did Black is King, so they was like, yeah, you should um you should say something since you just did a whole film in there, and you know, you know how it is. Okay. But yes, guys, I forgot we was even um. Doing we're doing a podcast and we're just talking. Girl, we just okay. talk about Beyonce. You know Beyonce. So let's lead into our next song. It's a throwback, girls. Okay. It's by this iconic couple in which the boy is now irrelevant and the girl, <laughs> honey, she's one of the most relevant celebrities out there now because she just married the most famous and the wealthiest football player that exists, honey. Okay. We're talking about Little Bow Wow and <laughs> Miss <laughs> Sierra. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, that's all we're going to do for that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking, ladies. How did y'all enjoy that throwback? That was good. I love, that's one of my favorite songs about her, actually. That's it, honey. That's it. That was good as hell. Girl. I love one of those songs by Sierra. Sierra used to be that R&B girl. She did. Sierra. Uh huh. <laughs> she was. She was. She was. So how y'all feel about this uh, Ashanti and um... I'm mad that Ashanti is doing this. I think that this is beneath Ashanti. What's going on with Ashanti? That she and Chico. Oh, the first battle. 
I forgot all about that. Wow. Girl. I don't listen to them hoes like that, to be honest. Are, are you serious? You... I don't. Okay, Monte, so since you listen, who you got? I got Keisha I... Cole. You got Keisha Cole? I got Keisha Cole going through. You know, oh, oh, okay. I kind of got Keisha Cole too, but I love Ashanti too. I like Ashanti, but Ashanti, girl, she had her top oh, on her first album, and then her second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth, tenth album came flop, out. Flop, flop, flop. Girl, boo. Wanna rock with me? Oh, baby. I'm but at least Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole was able to do her first two, three albums, maybe four albums, and they were pretty good. Don't be messy, ladies. That's kind of saying Car- you might as well do Carrie Hilson in the Shanti because they both only like three, four hit okay. songs. Okay, fine, do Carrie Hilson. She that irrelevant? Don't be messy, ladies. Don't be messy. Why not be messy? These hoes wanted to come for the Queen Bee, but they don't want yeah. to. Yeah, because that's the reason <laughs> why Shanti ain't played no more. Because girl, you thought she was gonna make it, girl. Bye. They were throwing CDs at her ass. Hey Marie, you were a one thing. Get it, guys? One thing. We did this one thing, and I was so good at hit you. This one thing. Carrie Hilson, you made pretty girl rock, and your rock went to the. Yeah, pretty girl rock was cute. Pretty girl rock was cute back here. Pretty girl rock. I mean, and then that was it. My name is Carrie. I'm so very fly. That bitch got CDs thrown at her. Like, did they hurt? Girl, CDs thrown at that bitch. Girl, they were throwing CDs at her. That was so mean. That's so so why do you think it's so hard for celebrities that was like so relevant, so famous, so making hits after hits, and just making hits after hits? Because here's the thing, and I'm sorry to tell you girls this because we're witnessing it today. When your time is over, your time is over. So hey, Onika Tanya Mariah. No, girl, because I'm talking about her. You think Nikki said? <laughs> you think Nikki's time is over? It's over, sis. It's over. Yeah, it's, it's over. I feel like the the last iconic song that we got from Nicki Minaj was No Frogs. Yeah, twenty seventeen was a good little era. I don't need none. And she was Bruh. so pretty in that video. Oh my god! I think Yikes was good. Bruh. Enough. We ne- I think we needed a video for Yikes. Yes, I we think did. Yikes needed to be a video. She was so gorgeous in Frogs. I don't need no frogs. So, like, low, do you think it's coming the album? Do you think it's gonna fly? Honey, I just it's just gonna take a lot of energy. So I mean, because here's the thing, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Did y'all ever think it would be a day that Lady Gaga will be considered a B-list celebrity? Ooh. Yes or no? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I honestly did. Because she was really, really, like, really, really popping. Like, at one point in time. Miss Gaga? If she's over. The girl no, her list, I'm just saying I did pretty good. Girl, the girls aren't checking for Miss Gaga the way they used to check for her. No, but okay, party? so let's say if the quarantine didn't happen and coronavirus didn't happen, do you think if Lady Gaga released the album during this time... Because Stupid Love was doing good before coronavirus even like. I mean, let me tell you something. Miss Gaga commissioned the number one girl in pop today, Ariana, and still couldn't sell an album. The girls live for Miss Grande, honey. And I feel like they could have made a better song, but that song was too poppy. Like, I, mm-hmm. I really like the song. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. No, are we talking about Stupid Love or are we talking about Rain On Me? No, we're talking Rain about Rain On Me. Like it's too poppy, poppy, poppy. Maybe like I don't know. And then it just really confused. I thought the album was just R and B. 
this position's album. She came out with all R&B. Well, you know, Justin Bieber say that he's all R&B girl. Huh? You know, Justin Bieber, she says she's all R&B, honey. Yeah, she t- she used a couple of black artists as features on her album, and she decided to make that an R&B album. Uh-huh. The music was not R&B, honey. She says that huh. she should have been nominated for uh the R&B Grammys, honey. I don't think so. She says she Just should have. Not she would have won artist. if she did. I know. Girl. Artist. I mean, I just don't see Justin's an R&B artist. He never really worked to me. Honey, Justin is a culture vulture. He, he, I thought he was. I thought he like he gives more R&B than Ariana Grande does. True. Well, yeah, he so, does. But I want to label him as an R&B artist. But you consider Ariana Grande one? No, I consider that last album R&B. Oh, <laughs> I don't consider that last album. But I, R&B. R&B. I think she's a pop artist. Like she does R and B infused music, but right is it really R and B or is it pop that sound R and B? Because we, I said the same thing about Seven Rains. I just knew it was hip hop. I don't know because, like, when I listen to my hair, I can see like that sound. That's like an R and B song. My hair is like R and B song. I can see like that being a song. Okay, what about thirty four plus thirty five? That's pop. Like the way she sings again. POV. <laughs> I don't really care for POV personally. A lot of people like that song. I really don't like that song. I, I love POV, I like girl. POV. You not gonna do it. I don't like POV. Girl, you please like give it a second chance, honey. Please. I'll give it a third chance because the second chance I never care honey, for. Honey, I live for POV. I'll give it another chance. I really care for it though. But it was incredible. <laughs> Okay, so we go. Um, okay, so let's um, go into our last listener letter. Okay. Yeah, I found okay. one. Okay, so, so we have another email. one. All right, so we have Annabelle, and she's writing in <laughs> to us. She says that she d- recently she's been single for six years, mm-hmm. and she said that she saw a, a, a advertisement for BLK, the um, black um, dating site. The black. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she got on the dating site and she said that she met this guy and they started talking and he was a little bit younger than her. Annabelle was 28 and this guy was around 25. She said that, you know, they talked for about a month before her birthday was coming up and he said he was going to come to town for her birthday. So she said that he sent a car for her and he had got her a suite in a hotel downtown. And, you know, they hung out all night and then in the morning, he took her to Target. He said he he had to go pick up some stuff from Target. So she said that she had told him on the phone, just like in you know passing talk, that she uh, needed a new TV for her bedroom. So while she went and got her Starbucks, she said that he told her meet her in electronics. He, she went back to electronics and he told her pick out which t- whichever TV you want. So she said she was kind of impressed a little bit, but she said she wasn't going to overdo it. She was just going to get some little rinky-dink 40-inch. And he was like, no, that's not good enough because the TV got to be good enough for when I come over there so that I can watch it with you. So she ended up getting a 70-inch girl, you know, one of the ones that curve, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she got the 70-inch, and he had it shipped to her house and all of that. So she said that she was on the phone. After, after the, he romanced the hell out of her all weekend. She said that she was on the phone with her good girlfriend and she was telling him, she was telling her good girlfriend about how amazing he was and how she really felt that like she had waited long enough and she had finally found her king. And she was telling her girlfriend, like, you know, this just proves that, you know, if you wait long enough, you know, God will send you what you what you asked for. 
Mm-hmm. And her friend said, well, girl, what's his name? And she said, girl, I'll do you better and send you a picture, some pictures that we that we took together. So she ended up sending the pictures in there. So her good girlfriend said, girl, he is so handsome. And I feel like I've seen him somewhere before. She said, girl, you ain't seen my man nowhere. She said, okay. So uh, Annabelle got off the phone with, with her good girlfriend. And about a week later, her good girlfriend called her back and said, girl, I know where I know him from. She said, where do you know my man from? She said, I was on the Instagram Explorer page and he was being promoted as like, you know, amazing black love because he had wedding photos. She said, girl, impossible. A couple of days went by. The girl is searching the Explorer page, searching the Explorer page. She cannot find him. So her good girlfriend took the photo that she sent her and she reverse searched it into Google Images. Now, do y'all know what reverse, reverse search is? Girl, you could take an image and put it into the Google search bar and it will search all the images on the internet and on social media for a person that looks like that or that exact picture. Mm. Girl, she reverse searched him and found him, honey, and all his wedding pictures and and his Facebook. So she showed her friend and a friend is writing in to us now and asking us, what should she do? She she, She know he's married but she really feel like God sent him to her. And she really feel like she's at a crossroads. She don't know what to do. She This man has treated her better than any man has ever treated her. However, she knows that he's married and he lives in a different city. What would y'all do? That's a dangerous game to play. Um, especially over one weekend. Like, yes, he bought you a flat screen TV. Yes, I was killed. But... I just don't want her to get too involved with this guy because he has a whole different life that he hasn't even introduced her to. And he don't even stay in the same state as her. So, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like she, she could be the sad bitch if she wanted to. I mean, she's not in the same town. and But I feel like the, the main, her main issue that she's going to run into is that she's going to fall too deep. But she's and been so waiting for six years. You know, that's what, that's more of a reason why she would fall so quickly for him because she hasn't had any attention from a male for six years and you got this one prince that just comes in a, in a weekend. I feel like she's going to get to her feelings are going to get too attached to him and I feel like that's too dangerous for her because he has a wife and he ha- he has a whole different life that you know and I feel like she should just I think she should just I think she should tread carefully like. Well, just, what does the wife have to do with her? Mm, that's a good. I mean, it could be you don't want to. You don't want the wife to confront her. You don't want her to text her like, "Hey, like I'm noticing like you're popping up on my man's phone a lot. Like, who are you?" And then that could turn into a whole different thing. But um, at the same time, she could also be like, "Fuck the wife. Like that has nothing to do with me. You need to keep your nigga under control. You know, like that's not my responsibility." He bought me TVs and shit. So, Monte, how you feel? Um, I feel like she should um personally sit back to herself and say, you know, can she deal with a, a long distance like situation? That's one. And two, is it worth like the like the stress? Like, first of all, you're not you're not gonna see this person every single day. Mm-hmm. So you just have to think questions because she can be like, I don't I, personally. Me personally, <laughs> okay. Girl. I would you personally I would date the man. I would date him, and I'll let him buy me TVs <laughs> and shit like that. 
because um, that bitch ain't got shit to do with me. And, um, neither does your kids and all the extra other shit that come with it. You decide you want to come break these walls down. You want to take flights out here and five other weeks and shit. Then you do it. Lord, you can cheat, then I can cheat too. So I can go mm-hmm. talk to me, my main nigga that's from the actual city so, mm-hmm. that I'm living in. So when you want to fly your ass out here and <laughs> trick me, then bitch, let's go ahead and trick. So... Nice trick and treat, bitch. <laughs> wow. No, how do you feel about this situation? What would you do? You slut. <laughs> so I just kind of feel like this would be my ideal situation. I'm going to just have to be honest. Because I need my, the type of person that I am is that I need a lot of personal space. Mm-hmm. I need to be alone a lot. Just, you know, to handle the things that I need to handle and, you know, be the person that I want to be. I need to be alone a lot. I don't need no man up under me. So, to say that, I don't need no 24-7, seven days a week type of man. I I would prefer that you had enough, that I need you to be busy mm-hmm. and booked. Because <laughs> that means that you're not over here trying to figure out why I'm not spending all my time with you, you know? Now, I think that, you know, I'm okay with a weekend, two days a week, something like that. As long as during that weekend, that time, I have your undivided oh, attention. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have all your time. Yeah. Your undivided <laughs> attention. Now, but that could cause a conflict because he is married. So, you know, you're going to have the wife calling and the kids want to FaceTime. And... Not on a weekend. If he has no, established... So, you think the wife won't communicate with him? If he has established to his wife... That he cannot communicate with her on the weekends because he is working or whatever. His mm-hmm. wife obviously understands that. And you know, what what whatever you gotta tell her, you can tell her. However, what you should know is that God is not gonna take somebody man and give them to you. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, if you're looking for anything other than just a good time. With a dude that's going to spend money on you and treat you good. Sometimes that's all you need in a moment. Mm-hmm. Until you're ready for more. Mm-hmm. And if somebody want to trick, like you said, can, like you said, Monte, if somebody mm-hmm. want to trick off, trick, 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 trick. Mm. So bottom line, you guys are sluts. Mm. No, I just think you too conservative. Mm. I'm not conservative. I just, well, I don't know. I feel like if a guy was to like, you know, like, hey, what's up? Let me buy you this. I'm to do this. I'm to do that. I would allow him to do everything that he's willing to do. I would, just, I would just be very, you know, on guard when it comes to like he does have a, you know, life. So it may be, um, it may be a scenario where you know he may get caught up, or you know, or he may get a call. Or I mean, and if that bitch flying mouth to come see me, then girl, my pussy must be good because. Or I'm gonna look too damn good because maybe you ain't finna hop on a plane just to come fight me. Like, mm-hmm. girl, you wasting time at that point. Yeah, I think it's, I th- but I think the thrill of it all is just dating or talking to a married man. I think that's just not. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not that. Uh, I'm not interested in you being married. I, that's that's not something that's, that's sending me off. What's sending me off are the things that you're doing for me. Mm-hmm. You're treating me like a lady. You're buying me things for free. Yeah, you're taking me to <laughs> cute vacations like Miami and like LA and like Paris. God, that's just more of a reason why I would be more scared to be in a relationship because you just don't know what people are really doing. Like, or you just maybe don't he, know. or you don't know the con- maybe you have a conversation with him and you say, "Is your do your wife know you over here?" Because they could have an open relationship. 
To be honest. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't think about that. That that opens up a whole different type of like perspective. Mm. Child. Because if your wife know, if your wife know, baby, let's do this thing. So that means she must be fucking some nigga in her hometown. Mm-hmm. She goes to it. Then that brings up protection. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if she's doing whatever she want to do with whoever she want to do, and you doing whatever he you want to do with whatever you want to do, it's too many people in this relationship. Yeah. Y'all got kids and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, protection is key. Ladies and gentlemen, protection is key. Well, conjuring, I mean, Annabelle, maybe you should, um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you should stay with him, girl. Fuck his baby mama. So let's let's reverse it. Let's talk about the girls, the gays. So let's say, um, you know, we are ladies, you know, bottoms. And let's say we have a, a guy. He's in a relationship with another guy. But they're like public, like they're they're not married. They just you know on social media, everybody know they're together. And he's just like really like trying to talk to you, like he's just really like down your back. He wants to get with you. He wants to get to know you. What are you doing in that instance? Like, are you like I'm not interested, or are you like mm, I don't know? Like, what do you guys? Take? I don't really understand the question. I do because this story sound very um. Simple. No, it's just like I'm just saying. I'm basically the same thing, but it's just like. It's, it, instead of being instead of him being with a girl, he's just with a guy. Like, would you still do the same? Is it like a difference? I don't know. Mm. What do you don't know? Oh, no comment. You can't do another guy. Carisha girl, no. Me neither. I can't do another guy. Either. Carisha girl, no. Me neither. No, so, like, no, you want to talk to him? Uh-uh. No, ma'am. I mean, I would, but like, if he treated me the same way. Okay, so this is why I say no, okay? Because if two guys are in a relationship, it is much harder for men to be in a relationship with them with a man. Like, this person has searched high and low for the perfect person for them. And it's much harder for a, a gay guy to find his perfect dream match than it is for a straight woman to find her perfect dream match. Do you all, would you all agree with that? Yes. Yeah, okay. So the gay guy that found his personal dream match, he is going to fight hell and high water before he ever let that, that, that dude go. Because it took him too long to find it. A female on the other end Dudes are a dime a dozen. Yeah. So she like, oh, you put, you say you don't want to be with me? Okay, I mean, there's five niggas in my DM right now. You could be replaced. But the gay guy is like, oh my God, it took me so long to find this trade and he treat me right and he do this for me and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to let him go. So the lengths that I'm willing to go to to keep him are a lot more serious than a, a female. The lengths that she's willing to go to. And that's where the issue comes in. Because the gay guy is willing to do things that the straight woman is not. Like, show up to your job. Lice your tires. But I think women do this as well. They do. They do. But I would say that gay men are a little bit more dramatic. So, I'm not trying to invite that type of drama into my life. 
Mm, interesting, interesting take. I think I would do the same. I don't think I would be interested. I feel like that's too much. That is too much, honey. Yeah, so that's all we have today for our podcast, you all. This is yeah. our five, this is our first podcast. Give each other a round of applause. Yeah. So we really hope that you all liked it. Um, wherever we post it, if we, I, th- I think we're gonna post it maybe on iTunes and SoundCloud and things like that. But look in the description for our email, our email address, so you can email in uh, your listener letters. And um, you know, let us know what you all thought about this podcast. Whether you send it in the email or you post it on our one of our social medias, let us know how we can improve. Be nice because this is the first one. Mm-hmm. And please know yes. that we clap back. We do. Mm-hmm. If you say something nasty to us that's unwarranted, expect for us to say something nasty <laughs> to you. <laughs> and you will have a segment on the podcast. And we will drag you. So, yes, <laughs> yes, give us criticism, but make sure it's constructive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all we ask, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we ask. All right. Well, bye, y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Long Distance.